0: Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. It's Mark Cave here again from Softwash UK. And uh we wanted to hit you guys with another podcast, so here goes. Today's podcast is going to be about using softwash when you're jet washing. Now, a lot of people aren't uh, sort of familiar with this. But actually softwashing and jet washing goes together like peas and carrots basically. Um if you're a full-time jet washer you do driveways patios you know roofs um decking all those sort of things then um you're 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 missing a trick if you're not using soft wash with your jet washing techniques and uh what i'm going to do is go over exactly what the process would be and what's the outcome and and what does it achieve and uh, how does that work with earning you more money as well so that's what this podcast is about. Podcasts? Pod, 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 yeah, podcast is about. So let's, without further ado, uh, crack on with the podcast. And of course, I just want to say as well, thank you very much for all your kind uh, uh, comments and um, yeah. I'm glad you're loving it guys keep them coming any new subjects that you want discussing then please let me know um you can message me through uh the softwash uk website at softwashing.uk or you can email mark at softwashing.uk as well um or if you know my number give us a ring text pretty much <laughs> you can get me everywhere nowadays so yeah i'd love to hear back from you so yeah jet washing so a lot of us started off jet washing uh Quite frankly, that's a lot of softwashers washers started jet washing and they still do as well. And um, there's no defined line that you should be a jet washer and not a soft washer or be a soft washer and not use jet washing. Quite frankly, that's a ridiculous statement. You know, the two work together really well. And if I give you some scenarios of how it works and if you're not using them when you're jet washing block pavers or driveways, patios in the sandstone, tarmac, decking, then you really should, and uh, i 'll give you the reasons why, so um basically if you 're just going to pressure wash an Indian sandstone patio for instance um time and year and year after year you 'll get it physically clean i e on the outside, but the lichens that embed themselves and then uh, continue to eat the the feces of their own uh, will create black spots basically, which will be f- embedded into the substrate of the um Patio slabs that you're trying to clean now. It doesn't matter how good your uh, jet washer is, how much psi it is. It's the best thing since sliced bed You've got an amazing flat surface cleaner, or you've got the best turbo nozzle in the world. Unfortunately, jet washing alone won't remove black spots, lichens. Okay, and quite frankly, on an Indian sandstone patio, even you know after four or five years and being washed every year. The black spots will get worse and worse and worse and you're not going to break that cycle of chain and if you try and use a jet washer solely you're going to put a lot of pressure on them on on certain areas of it and um, quite frankly it's hard work if you're just detailing all the while with turbo nozzle so there is a um a system that you can add to that which is basically soft washing but i don't really call it soft washing at that point Because if you do a quotation to do jet washing, for instance, and you say jet washing X amount square meters is this much price, and then you put next to it in the same quote, a soft wash treatment to remove the black spots, um, it doesn't really stack up when you're using a jet wash, which is high pressure, and then soft wash, which is after the high pressure. So in those circumstances, I would quote it as a, a bio treatment or a black spot removal treatment okay um and that sounds more palatable in a quote format and uh yeah it just makes a lot more sense and so what you're going to do is basically there's a trainer for that you should put it on before your jet wash and then there's a trainer for that you should put a treatment on after a jet wash now this treatment Uh, I'm I'm making assumptions here, but for the record, it's sodium hypochlorite and Clever Wash surfactant, which uh, you can purchase the Clever Wash from my store. Shameless plug there. Um, But that's what's going to get rid of the black spots, because it's the only chemical that can. Um, And um, you basically... Uh, some people say put it on before and there's some really well-known YouTubers out there and uh, tradesmen out there that do put it on before and some of them even put it on afterwards as well now um, it's really down to how you feel but there is a common train that seems to uh, follow so if you only put it on at the beginning before you jet wash uh, and I don't mean to offend anybody by this comment but there is a common trend that people who have pressure washers that aren't as powerful as the mainstream pressure washers. In other words, pressure washers that run off the outside tap directly. Okay. Instead of going into a water butt like a wheelie bin or something. Uh, tend to use the soft wash treatment on first and and it's good practice to do that and the reason why is because putting a sodium bicarbonate based soft wash on a block paved or a patio area before using a lower power jet wash that will actually assist that jet wash to do a better job and it will actually uh, you'll achieve a similar result with a low power pressure washer if you put a sodium hypochlorite based soft wash or treatment down before you jet wash with that low powered jet wash now um but if you've got something that's going from 15 liters per minute up to you know 25 liters per minute or whatever then that's considerably what we would call a high powered pressure washer and so therefore why not just let the pressure washer do the work and and so you can see the wood for the you can't see the wood for the trees, so remove the bulk of the material using the pressure washer first and now some people again would put it on first and then and then pressure wash and then put it on afterwards um my personal preference is just get on with a jet wash with your good powered you know uh drawing from a wheelie bin or a uh, water butt and jet wash and get the whole area clean then you're only left with what is known as the black spots and the lichens that are attached themselves deep into the substrate of the surface and then at that point after finishing i would then apply the soft wash or the uh, sodium hypochlorite treatment with clever wash surfactant onto the surface then that's that chemical treatment that solution can really work and do its thing without having to get past physical dirt like bird poo or soil and stuff like that or large clumps of moss Um, and it can penetrate well into the substrate the root structure of the black spots which will then allow that sodium hypochlorite to do the oxidization that it needs to and remove those black spots Uh, that are on that patio and then um if i'm brutally honest with myself i would say nine times out of ten i don't rinse off um specifically more so in the winter summertime because within an hour to two hours of me you know doing the job it pretty much will evaporate and with evaporation becomes inert and it's absolutely safe but if there are cat flaps or there's pets going to be walked out on the garden or there's children coming home at 3 30 and walking across the patio or there's you know you know there's animals and stuff like that going to be about then it's good practice to rinse off that treatment after half an hour to make it inert and dilute it down so it's safe for the environment and the animals that are going to be turning up just a, a little hint here as well. Most carpets in houses are made of polythread, plastic thread. Okay. So one of the things that I used to be worried about was people walking on the bleach on the patio and then walking into the lounge and bleaching their carpet. Well, actually, a surprise, surprise, very rarely would that happen unless, of course, they've got an actual wool carpet and then you would need to be concerned about that. But that's just one little pro tip to let you know so you don't worry too much. Um, and likewise if they then got in their car for instance they might bleach their carpets in the car again not going to happen because it's plastic thread on those carpets as well um so yeah that's how i would tackle it um but you can then you might want to put another coat down if it hasn't got rid of all the black spots in the first application and do a second application um so uh, that's pretty much what i would do and it would help you know your overall finish so if you're just jet washing out there and you're struggling to get black spots off and you can see videos on youtube and other people's work through facebook and their pictures that they post then you're thinking i can't achieve that well the magic ingredients is sodium hypochlorite and clever wash surfactant mixed together maybe like a 1 in 3 ratio or 1 in 2 ratio so one part sodium hypochlorite two parts water or three parts um Water and the clever wash surfactant to add to that to allow it to penetrate and do its job properly, you will absolutely knock it out of the park and you will step up your game. And you, from that point onwards, you're not going to want to not use it. And when it comes to quoting, I think I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I call it a, like a bio treatment or a black spot treatment. Um, and in the pressure washing alone, I put I basically put something like, um, you know, here's the treatment. Pressure washing alone will not remove black spot lichens. Pressure washing alone will not kill black spot lichens. Uh, this treatment will do this. La-di-da-di-da. And here's the price for it. In regards to pricing, you can either build the price into your existing quote of your square meterage quote or however you price your jet washing and build it into that and you can actually put the treatment down as a free treatment um that will then make you stand out from if anybody else that you're quoting against um you might be the more price but you get the free treatment you know um and stuff like that so there's lots of ways around it but as long as you're covering the cost what is the cost well i used to say Like 50 pence a square meter for the treatment. But that was a long time ago. Things have moved on now. Prices have gone up, you know, stuff like that. If you want to make a reasonable profit, it was about 75 pence per square meter. But quite frankly, you've got to be more than that now if you're going to keep it a separate thing. I think you need to be in the region of a pound a square meter for that treatment and then your additional price for your actual pressure washing. Um, Because if you were to price full whack for that treatment, and also jet washing it would you would price yourself out possibly i feel so um there's just an idea of where you stand because it is difficult pricing uh, on jobs and it does depend where you are in the country your client base you know what you're aiming to achieve per day you know all that sort of thing comes into play um so yeah that's pretty much my take on on using sodium hypochlorite after a jet wash i personally say after jet washing okay um now things with decking is slightly different i have used many times sodium hypochlorite on wooden decking okay um but the thing is there are methods and procedures that you have to follow with that And I like to jet wash the decking first because there's quite a lot of contamination that isn't organic. In other words, just physical dirt that have to come off. So when you're jet washing that, obviously don't stand still when you're jet washing. Make sure you're moving when you hit that trigger on the flat surface cleaner or the turbo nozzle. Um, Get it all cleaned off as much as you can, softly as much as you can with the jet washer. It doesn't have to be full whack on the pressure. And then once you finish that um don't worry too much about the finials and the you know the banisters and stuff like that let the soft wash do the work on there and uh, i would set up a maybe like a a one in eight or something like that ratio so one part chemical eight parts water um and then uh, the surfactant with that as well clever wash and apply that liberally the but the thing the key to it is is the fact that the decking has had a furrow. Drink of water first, okay? Because we don't want sodium hypochlorite to be sucked into those wooden fibres. Funnier thing is, when wood is dry, it is dead thirsty and it will suck that chemical right in. And then when you come to wash it off, it won't completely release and there'll be bleach stuck in the wood and then it will just carry on bleaching and actually bleach the uh, crap out of the wood and it will make it look really bad. Well, it will make it look super white, actually. look like something that's been in the sea for about 12 years, Um, but it will actually damage the wood as well and we don't want to do that. So jet washing it first, actually you're protecting the wood, then put the soft wash on, wait 15, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour and then thoroughly rinse off. Um, you won't see the green tinge disappear but um it will be like just trust me on that you go back to it the next day when it's dried out and you'll be like oh my goodness it will look amazing just like brand new decking that's come out the factory that was tantalized with that uh, you know brand new look to it okay um so that's what i would do on decking but over the years i've actually i like to just spray the the ddac biocides like the softwash pro 50 or the moscow pro that we have and i just put that in a pump sprayer and just go around and spray that afterwards uh after i've jet washed and it does the same thing two or three days later you're like wow it looks awesome and there's no risk of over bleaching the wood and you can do the patio furniture the picnic table you know anything like that with that and not worry too much about it and you don't need a lot either so there's no runoff as such um so yeah but definitely start using it i think once you've done that you will be quite surprised how better your jobs will look and uh, i'd love to hear back that you've tried it and you've gone wow this is yeah definitely worth doing um if you're not sure how to apply it or the different recipes they've been covered in previous podcasts so please go through all the existing podcasts that i've done that will give you some idea and of course uh, i could do with some more ideas as well because i take for granted a lot of the stuff that i've picked up over the years and i just assume or make the assumption that people know it maybe i'm missing a few things that people don't know so please let me know what your thoughts so if there's anything that we haven't touched on so far that you are you know desperate to ask and uh, find out about then please do not hesitate to ask so we're hitting just over um, 15 minutes now again up to 16 minutes so i'm going to call an end to this podcast so thank you so much for tuning in and listening and uh, uh, and all your kind feedback and uh, comments over the last few weeks it's been great to see you guys are out there and uh, I will end this with saying thank you and catch you again on the next one. Have a great day, guys, and see you next time. See ya. Bye bye.